1: Everett is the best there is at what he does, Bob. And what he does is the Hall of Justice podcast.
0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Hall of Justice. We are live on Wizard World Virtual. So we're live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, MySpace, we've got them all. Whoa, whoa, not MySpace. Whoa. Oh, no. Is that not in my notes? I didn't have that right. Oh, Oh, well. Uh, This is episode 193 of the Hall of Justice, and this is the second one that we're doing live, right here with our friends at Wizard World. And Victor and I met because of Wizard World. So let's face it, it always comes full circle. It always.
1: Have you been, man? Not too bad. Not too bad, man. You know, kind of having fun, enjoying uh, the quarantine life you know families Quarantine nearby it doesn't
0: seem to be ending anytime man soon.
1: we're just gonna re-up it it's like a, it's sports got a whole are coming
0: back sports are coming Woo! back tomorrow's opening day uh well to- you know, if, if you're Itch. listening to this as a podcast it's today and if you're listening to this in the future tell me how the flying car is mm. Mm. yes indeed all about the flying cars we didn't have a show last week. Um not just we didn't. Uh I didn't <laughs> we didn't produce yeah, no, a no, Hall of no, Justice
1: just kind of it was like, "Nah, we're not doing it."
0: Yeah, and I'll I'll do this for the folks. It's because this broke. Yeah. Just th- not actually this, this part. Blaming the technologies. And it just shorted out and it was gone, and in the quarantine time you couldn't run to an electronics store and easily find something like that. Isn't it amazing how you take things for granted and then when <laughs> it's, it's gone like, Ooh. I had no choice. I just punted, and I was really frustrated. And I, and not to belabor this, but you call me and then you go, "Hey, what time were we recording?" And I go, "Oh, uh, yeah." <laughs> by the way, by can't. the way, that's not happening. Right. Uh, so we didn't do a show last week, but uh, we will do a show this week, and hopefully for the rest of it. What it means is episode two hundred uh, is coming up in one week later because today is right. one ninety three. And so you do the math. Seven That's right. Weeks, seven seven weeks from now, right. we'll have the big episode 200. And no, there are no plans to celebrate it. Because I don't know. Hogwash,
1: there's going to be something. We're going to do something.
0: And we're not going to do the whole show on this. But last week, we were planning on doing a deep dive. So in the history of the Hall of Justice podcast, uh, we have had a lot of fun dissecting streaming apps. And I think we should name this after the soon-to-be-ending DC Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but I'm uh, DC Universe announced uh, that they are no longer taking annual subscriptions. Got to go monthly. Right. And
1: I think that says something, man. Like we said before, um, I was a big proponent saying that the HBO Max stuff was really going to be the precursor. And it's the reason why there was limited movements of you know the DC franchise material. But I think we're going to see a big shift, huge jump over to HBO Max.
0: And I thought, if you had an annual subscription, this seems to me easy because don't forget, in streaming services, the production value is done. Right. If you have the the stuff, everything from now on is is profit. That's right. So all you have to do is, uh, it's it's I don't know. I think it's very simple. You just say if you have five more months, let's say on your DC Universe, mm-hmm. you grandfather that in. You have now five months to HBO Max. I think that's But hard. when that is, you can't re up. If you right. want to get HBO Max, you have to. And DC Universe, by the way, is seven ninety nine, dollars right. and HBO Max is $14.99. Right. Which so, I think
1: it's close to what they did with the HBO Now stuff, Right. where they just kind of right. pushed you in there.
0: Right. And HBO Max, I'll say this about HBO Max, because now that we've had a couple of weeks since we did that mm-hmm. that review, it's a lot of stuff that I didn't think I needed and I like. <laughs> It's, Tell me about it. A, Tell it's me a about it. Bunch of things. Yo,
1: I kid you not. We literally this past weekend did a uh, deep dive into the Alien franchise with my oldest daughter. Really? And yeah. Like we're we're talking about like how it correlates to quarantine life, and you know, look how they didn't follow procedures, and they brought the dude on board. It was it was fantastic. It was it was perfect. Real quick, I got to give a shout out to Randy Schreiner, who's listening in. Um, Super awesome. Thank you. Uh, Checked me out on a previous panel. And thoroughly appreciate you tuning in today, for sure.
0: And he says, uh, for those of you listening, he says uh, you did a great job yesterday with the uh, American Horror Story cast. Thank you.
1: you. I had a blast doing it. So it was awesome. Absolutely awesome.
0: Uh, That's very cool. Yes. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So now there's a new Streaming service. Yes. Called Peacock. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but maybe it was just the way I clicked on the app. But I was very turned off when the first thing I saw was Savannah Guthrie. Oh, come on. Not that I don't like her. I mean, I see her all the time. That's not unique. That's, well,
1: I think it's interesting that I think this is one of the first like streaming app services that ties directly into. Live, live television
0: channels. yeah there's which, live channels on
1: there yeah i think that's kind of that's kind of awesome to be on brand in that way which i, I like um especially because i'm a cord cutter so i don't i don't right. get those channels otherwise right so no nbc for me so this was that was kind of cool you don't um, have
0: like one of the youtube live or slingbox tvs or no nope. hulu live okay nope. so we we're cord cutters but we have hulu live okay okay so the today Show's on you know, because I get my Hoda copy, right? <laughs> no sarcasm there, um, but uh, and it was the first thing I saw. And then there's like archived Dateline NBCs, right? Really? I mean, here's here's really? the thing. <laughs> Aside from
1: the movies, and and even a couple of movies on there, they these are the perfect features for background noise, like yes. while you're working.
0: It's a great app to fall <laughs> it's asleep. Perfect.
1: To. <laughs> it is absolutely perfect. That should be I, their marketing. I mean. And as, I'm not even saying that as a diss. Like, I actually, like, some of the things that are on there, I'm like, yeah, I would just throw that on in the background and I would do something else. You know, I'd write or, you know, right. draw or anything else. But Whoa. it's perfect background, you know, music, we'll say.
0: And you and I have established a long time ago that there are shows that we watch mm-hmm. that we don't, we half watch. Right. that they're on just for that noise. Um, Gotham, was that? <laughs> uh Agents of Shield, sometimes, right, uh, right. You know, like, but then there are shows like that. You're like Daredevil that yeah. you can't work while that you can't, can't part time. Hanging that one. on everyone. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You gotta be in there. You gotta be focused. Um, yeah, you can't. You can't play that one out.
0: Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers. Pack her ass, smoke good man. Time to kick back, drink some beers, and smoke some weed. We'll get back to the Hall of Justice in just a moment. But first, a message from my friends, wait, Jay and Silent Bob. I know we had Kevin Smith on the podcast recently, and a lot of you are listening that also came to the podcast because of that. They have two games that I want to tell you about. They're card games, not digital games. We're not talking about something on a computer. You can play this with your friends. You can play this with your family while we wait out the quarantine. We have... The Big Fat Cardon Game. It's ideal for fans of card games, comics, superheroes, cringeworthy decisions, and smack talk. There's three play modes. You can do price mode, pick mode, battle mode, and sold on Amazon. Anywhere you can find it. Customer reviews, currently 4.9 out of 5. And the content, yeah, it's Jay and Silent Bob, so you know it's totally inappropriate. Then they have the Smell My Finger Game. You have to see this to believe it. Created by Jay and Silent Bob decades ago, now sharing their love to sniff and riff. There's 12 wearable fingers that are used in the game and you compete with your friends, picking scents of your choice, placing them in the fingers, battling, earning points for smelling correctly. That currently 4.8 out of 5 on Amazon. The scents you use for the game can be found in your own home or wherever you want to go to find funky smells. That's up to you. The party game that smells like fun. Smell my finger. And the big fat card on game. Yes, there's a play on words. It's from Jay and Silent Bob. Who else? I don't want to spend a ton of time on on Peacock. What caught your eye? I I have a good, I have a great, and I have an ugly.
1: All right, so... For me, it's always the nostalgia factor things, the things Ooh. that, um, you know, take me back. So Cheers being on there was a big Cheers. one. Okay. okay. Um, on the cartoon side, Savage Dragon. I used to love that cartoon. Are you kidding? I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Oh I'm dead my serious. God. Okay. Uh, Exo Squad, like that's on there. Um, uh-huh. So those are the things anything. that I've I've really like jumped into. Um, the one that actually I have a love-hate relationship is uh, The New Adventures of He-Man. Because okay. Because I hated that my... as a child.
0: That's my ugly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't I never liked that series, so I'm kind of hate watching it now, which I don't know why I'm doing that, but I am,
0: so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that show was um it was like an insult to him. Yes, 100%. It, was, it, it, it makes no sense and Everything is different, even when he's on Eternia asking to go into the future. Yep. And none of it makes any sense, and there was nothing to connect it to, but it's featured right there on Peacock. Right there,
1: right there. So... Is that public
0: domain? I, w- w- no,
1: I no, no, no. Um, I can see them. What streaming to... service
0: has the He-Man
1: series? It's got to be Netflix, because they're going have a new series with Kevin They Smith have the old it. one? No, 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 no. I don't think they have the old one, but I if think... If I
0: wanted to binge watch the old one right now. Oh, I don't know if anybody has that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they do. Maybe somebody in the chat can tell us. Yeah, yeah, that would be That's something we can't do normally on the podcast. Actually, I'll bet bet
1: Netflix does have the rights to it, and they've just shelved it in favor of the new thing that they're going to launch, which I would do. Like, if I had something brand new, that's what I would do, and I think that's what Peacock is trying to take advantage of is they have something that nobody else is trying (laughs) to dip into, but it says
0: He-Man, so maybe. Yeah, and they have uh, The Office, Right. Which was the number one streamed show on Netflix last year. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was. And I'm not, re- I'm not re-watching The Office. I love The Office. Right. I think The Office is a great show, but it's not a show that I'm racing to see. And I thought, because don't forget, this came out on the 15th. Right. We had just done the podcast with my new best friend, uh, Perry Gilpin. That's right. Who was Roz on Frasier. Right. And I talked to her at length about Frasier. And that was the first thing I did when I got into, I rewatched the pilot of Frasier. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this show is so funny. It was on your heart and mind. That's what it is. When he, when he, when the guy calls up the radio show and he describes his whole life, goes to Boston and then Roz just says, you know, we went to the news two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're hearing from the crowd. Hulu has He-Man. I didn't know that. Oh, oh. Hulu has He-Man? Oh, Okay. Wow. All that's right, awesome. now i
1: definitely have to, mm, I might have to Hulu up.
0: Shout out oh, to Jimmy Pack jerry I have Hulu live. Oh, B- is Pack it jerry, on that too? That's, uh, that's our boy, Jerry. Uh, that, he loves that Monk is on. Monk's a great show. Yeah.
1: Monk's a good, I
0: think that- the Guy psych, who played Monk is yes. uh, in the father in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
1: Also true, also true, love him. Um, I like that they uh, have some new original features, the Psych sequel, the movie. Being on there, I think that's smart. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's got a, a good way of competing with uh, some of the other streaming services. But I do think that there's something to the fact that, um, like HBO Max, they had not already settled on a deal with Hulu and Amazon to be featured on uh, those devices. I think there's there's some interesting stuff to that where these streaming services are not getting blanket, you know, interesting deals. They got to prove themselves. So interesting, yeah.
0: We'll be back with more of the Hall of Justice, but first, I have to tell you about another podcast I do, and yeah, we talk about it from time to time, but anybody who knows my career knows it's a sports broadcasting career. Yes, I love the Hall of Justice so much. I also started a podcast that is called Sports with Friends. It's a play on words, because my mother always played words with friends. And I thought, wouldn't it be neat to see if I have as many friends in the industry that could come on a show and be open and honest and have a friendly chat? So I started the podcast and said, every guest is a friend. But then I found out that some of my friends are in PR and they book guests for the show. They've asked me to put people I've just meeting. So now every guest is a friend or a friend of a friend. We play Jewish Geography. Some of the past guests on this show can be really close friends, like Dave Softy mahler or Andrew Siciliano. and Some of them are big icons that are also friends. Ken Griffey Jr. thinks he made my career. Martin Brodeur, the best goalie in the history of the NHL. And we also tackle big topics. We'll find out about cord cutting for a sports fan or the life and death of Kobe Bryant. And then there was Nancy Lieberman's appearance what a story she had to tell. And then there's Eli Manning, who's been on the podcast five times and counting. All I know is if you listen to Sports with Friends, you'll hear some great guests. You'll hear so many stories, and you'll feel like you know not only them, but me. Check out Sports with Friends wherever you can get your podcast. And If you're listening to this one, I guarantee you, you'll find Sports with Friends right there. Do you find yourself when you watch Victor talk? Do you find yourself like w- trying to read everything on his walls? <laughs> don't do that. There's some. When we do stuff the podcast, we don't see each other. Yeah, and, yeah. And, no, and there's I some, never Know that there's, there's some, some secret very, stuff back there. Don't, don't, don't look at that. Very, uh, it's very uh, confusing. My master um,
1: plans for taking over the world are back there.
0: Well, you mentioned it, and I kind of didn't want to acknowledge because it has been my new night routine. Yeah, and that is cheers. I mean. it's 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 so good it's so funny uh it's so brilliant and it's so sharp you have to have a brain and one guy who i know from baseball one of the key writers of cheers was ken levine okay and ken levine wrote cheers he wrote Frasier. he's written dozens of shows he's also a play-by-play baseball announcer called the dodgers and the mariners and i know him from baseball (laughs) <laughs> and it's so weird that i was like you're that guy from cheers like i've sat with him on buses and i've sat with him in press boxes and i didn't know this all the things you could have talked about and didn't i know and i have this other podcast called sports with friends and i can't decide which podcast to have him on uh both that's the right answer come but on do man you record it once and put it on both or do you do a sports conversation on sports with friends i think and then okay
1: not to tell you how to do your job. No,
0: tell me how to do the but. job. I
1: don't know how to do it. <laughs> have, just have a general conversation, see where it goes. If it on does both. cover both. On both. Share it on
0: both. Yeah. because okay all right
1: all yeah. right make it organic
0: yeah but ken levine one. and you can see his writing in it he has a podcast too and he you could he's just a really sharp guy That's and awesome. you could see the writing and ted danson's so funny of course and uh uh nicholas calisante am i saying is a coach mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is so funny um but that has been my new go to bed i can go to bed but peacock just do me a favor you and hbo max Can you turn off the feature where you just play 76 of them? I I mean, I can't stand that. Netflix does it great. Hulu does it great. I don't want, yeah, I'm not watching anymore. And don't, no, 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 not (laughs) are you still watching? At the end of a show, go back to your menu.
1: Mm, mm. So you have the option of selecting whether you want to continue. I I saw all of season
0: 10 of Robot Chicken by (laughs) taking a two hour nap.
1: I mean, that does happen. That does happen
0: it, ha- it yeah it, it happened well it, it is it is what it is um, a couple of other things are, have we exhausted peacock are we ready to move on from I think peacock? we can we can move on from peacock okay. yes we're, we're um, done flashing our tails uh, the, a couple of nuggets have come up mm-hmm. uh, since you and I have spoken last right uh, number one and I'm just gonna do the more fun one Ryan Reynolds is reportedly going to be green Lantern. In the Justice League Snyder cut. Yes. Now, whether that's a cameo or something even greater, we don't know. We don't right. know any details, and this has not been confirmed. But oh my God, that's so amazing. That's, that's, I want that in the, wo- I don't, I just want that. Really? Why? Why do you want that? I, cause I liked Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. Okay. And I've had that standard joke since the creation of this show right. and before is Ryan Reynolds was great in Green Lantern. It's not his fault. He fought a cloud. <laughs> I've said that for years, <laughs> for years. And, and, and if you put him in something that's written well, great. Ryan Reynolds was a great Green Lantern.
1: I will agree to disagree with you on that one. That's you don't think Ryan saying. Reynolds no, was good?
0: No, oh, wow. no,
1: no, no. And, and but but again, I come from the, the land of comics and, and and readership, where his Hal Jordan is not it's not oh, Hal Jordan in okay. Yeah, it's not Hal that's Jordan and me. I, I think he would he would have been that's a again writing, but that's well right, right, also true, also true. But who he is as a as a character actor. I think he would have been better as a Wally West. I think him as a flash would have been better because the snark is there. The quick wit is there. How is not that dude, you know, he's, he's a little bit more reckless and, you know, presumptuous, but not, not as funny as Ryan. Like Ryan is just naturally funny.
0: And if he appears in the Snyder cut, that green lantern movie goes in your shelf in the DC Cinematic Universe, it does, and that's a that's a hard thing. And that would I think be awesome. I my
1: copies. I think that would be. That would be <laughs> I'm awesome. sure I set fire to mine. Oh my god! Um, in effigy, but no, no. Okay, so if he does this though, what does this mean for Deadpool two sequence where he goes when back he in time? <laughs> now does when he have to walk that back, back
0: like? <laughs> yeah, like does,
1: does he got to walk that back now because he's part of the DC EU <laughs> and? Uh, you know oh, I'm just curious God, about all these like different that. things where like if he does this, where does that stand for him playing Deadpool? Um, not saying that that Warner Brothers and and Disney have any sort of rivalry, but um, <laughs> there was, you know there's that that undercurrent that if you did one series franchise you couldn't do the other and uh, this would directly be putting him in you know the DCEU when there's this flux.
0: I don't know Michael Keaton was uh, the vulture and he's gonna be Batman again.
1: Also, he's Michael Keaton. That's the only
0: thing that I'm gonna say Go on that
1: one. Right. Is you know I'm trying to
0: think others that have crossed both worlds. There's there's a select few. Only a select though. You know, Brolin, uh, uh, Thanos, and um, right. And that was a Fox Disney. That wasn't a Warner Brothers Disney. Um, he was he was Cable, and well, he was yeah, Thanos. Well, he was also Jonah Hex, and he was Jonah Hex. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're helping me fight your argument. I know, right? This is terrible, but
1: I mean. <laughs> i'm talking about in terms of you know popular characters mm-hmm. um i don't i don't know i don't know if they would allow for him to come back and be deadpool again because again we have deadpool as a question mark in mcu i mean at this point the mcu is a question mark so that's you know that's a that's a thing um i don't know if you read that article in hollywood reporter that was talking about um, they didn't think that the theaters would open back up in full swing until next summer and i saw that that's you know I, I hit up my buddy that works for AMC and he's like we couldn't survive that if that's if that's really what they're projecting we as, as a company couldn't survive that and and um, the movie industry can't survive that like they they need to be able to recoup the monies that they've spent on these big budget you know action features and if they don't have that means those things go away you know like all the the mega stars that we have today. They're not getting the checks that they used to get. So then, what? You know, are they not interested? Well, do they not do this anymore?
0: And what about the the the, the films that have been made? Right. Uh, what about uh, Black Widow? Right. And what about Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four? I think I, that's the biggest. I'm one. on record as saying, Black Widow will not get me into a movie theater. Okay. I get that. Um, but Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, might. Okay. I'm so anxious for that movie because of the podcast that we did. Right. The, the podcast that we did was <laughs> how the hell is Chris Pine in Wonder how Woman? How is he coming 4? back, man? You need to know. We need to know. Actually, ju- I just need to know that. The, and if, you, fact- if someone wants to go and just tell me that I'll probably be fine. <laughs> just go ahead and spoil that for me. I'm <laughs> fine with it. Spoil okay. that part. I want to know. I need to know.
1: <laughs> well, actually I hold Wonder Woman 84 at a, at a higher point that it should go to a streaming service because it has already been delayed for more than a year you know it was supposed to come out last summer yep so the fact that it's it's being pushed back still i'm like at some point you guys are losing money already like it's not even a matter of you know oh we got to open up in theaters you are already losing money because you've invested this money already and you're not in any position to get it back y'all got to figure out something
0: well and i'm not and i'm not suggesting i'm not belittling what you're talking about with amc i that 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 scares me because right. that you know if you lose movie theaters, you're changing society, yes, you're changing the entertainment world. And you know I come from a sports background, and that's you know New Jersey, New York, and Philadelphia said no NFL games, no fans, right. but Miami saying sure sell tickets and well I, that scares me to death but it's Florida action right there. <laughs> but my point being is that sports will change because mm-hmm. yeah. You know, here, here's an example somebody in sports said Jamal Adams can't sign a long term extension mm-hmm. because you don't know what the salary cap is going to be because you don't know what the revenues are going to be right. and right. all those things so take that to actors and I can see that uh, completely yep. you do see stories in Variety all the time in Hollywood Reporter of deals being made right Deals are being made. I don't know that anything's being filmed. Right. And the and the question that I have, and I didn't have time to research this properly, but all my CW shows are filmed in Vancouver. Right. Canada's doing great. Are they filming? Uh I have
1: not heard yes or no.
0: The flash, please. But I mean, but
1: that's the thing. Like you figure a place like Vancouver, specifically where they film, is such a small, tight-knit community. That they are kind of quarantined already so if you're up
0: there already right yeah yeah so i can see people filming Right, because canada's not saying you know the whole thing with the again a sports analogy but the blue jays are homeless because the the you know you can't quarantine for 14 days but the cast and crew of the flash can go to vancouver right and quarantine for 14 days and do a lot of work yep yep quarantining for 14 days and then film right And I'll reference uh, a a podcast that we did at the beginning of this quarantine with uh, Catherine McNamara. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's name dropping right there. Yeah, you are. Uh, Catherine (laughs) was on this podcast. Uh, She was so good. She's so pretty. When isn't she? Uh, um, But she said that she uh, wants to know protocols of any fight scenes and love scenes. She said all of that has to be ironed out. Yeah. The unions have to figure that out and a lot of people need to support these actors if if we're going to go out on a limb and say you have to protect nba players in a bubble gotta do you to have those. to do please, this for do actors and actresses yeah. and, and 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 people in the entertainment industry but absolutely if canada's numbers are good film those shows yeah yeah first. please please i i do want to note i want to note and we haven't done a full review of it and i think mm-hmm. we should if you're up for it when it's over how great is Stargirl?
1: Oh, 100%. We can do that. 100%.
0: How fun is... And, and, and yeah. I'll say this. Let's do it with Wizards so fans can, can can chime in. How fun has Stargirl been?
1: I agree. I agree. Now We should definitely do that.
0: That is I, such That show is great. and It's she, pure fun. And, and and part of her, mm-hmm. uh, the girl who plays Courtney, uh, Breck Bessinger, mm-hmm. who's brilliantly doing it, and I mm-hmm. think this is by design, she is at times, annoying as hell, <laughs> and she's written like that on purpose. Yes. yes, that's on purpose, and that's Jeff Johns. And Jeff Johns created Courtney Whitmore mm-hmm. as a as a tribute to his late sister. That's right. And that she is quirky as heck. Yep. When when last week's episode, this week's episode, when uh, when um, when uh, I don't remember the guy's name when he finds out that they're related, and yes. in the middle okay. of the fight, and she just goes. Your family and, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you're not and supposed like, to do that in the Courtney, middle of the fight Courtney, you're, that that's guy. your enemy what are you doing guy. what are you doing Stop.
1: can't do that can't what do that. are you doing <laughs> super cute super super cute
0: right she's and, brilliant and, and, she's
1: brilliant it's, it, it reminds me of when uh supergirl first started and there was just an earnestness in in mm-hmm. uh, melissa's portrayal uh-huh. of of Kara that or Kara that uh was really Kara. great like you, you really enjoyed it and uh i think i think Stargirl's gonna stand up like
0: hardcore. Allie McBeal used to call her Kara. Kira. Like I used to say Kara. I used Kira. to say Kara Kira. because I
1: knew I knew people who spelled their name that way and it was yeah, pronounced yeah, yeah. Kara. So I actually learned that anybody that mispronounces a, a name, it's how they read it. Right. That's all it is. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh.
0: okay. So we had we, we had that Stargirl's Star Girl's great. Right? I, I love love Stargirl. Um the trailer for the boys came out. Yes, it did. Holy moly. Can that show just come out now? Oh, man. Now.
1: Man, man. One of the last greats before everything got shut down. And it's um, all filmed. It's all finished. Yeah, it's yeah. all done.
0: Uh, season it's, it's two. It's
1: so intense. So intense. Um, the first season was already like over the top amazing. Amazing. And where this is going to go,
0: uh, it's just I, I feel show. like we're
1: not ready. I feel like we're not ready. This is going to literally be the summer blockbuster um, because we don't have anything else. Like in lieu of everything else, this is going to be the thing that cracks our head open. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: What has, uh, what has your opinion been on Umbrella Academy? So that's coming out in like nine days.
1: Right. I didn't finish the first season and I need to. Um, I've read the first uh, trade paperback and I enjoyed it. Gerald Way is an awesome writer, got great Mm -hmm. concepts. Um, When it first dropped, I was doing some other stuff. So I didn't really get a chance to binge it. And I really should do that now. Um, So I will try to do that before season two starts. But like, I love the the collective cast. I think they have like a, a great mix of people that I would be interested in watching. So it wasn't like, Oh, I didn't like these people in air. Um, it, it was just a matter of timing that I d- haven't watched it yet, but the cast members um, I'm a big fan of Ellen page have been since. Oh, she's so, great in the
0: show. She's yeah,
1: great in it. Like you put Ellen page in anything. I'll probably watch it.
0: So, so. season two, uh, I, we, I got word that the mom mm-hmm. the person who plays the mom, and I'm so sorry. I could look it up, but we're, I want I don't we're want live. to we're live. We're live. Um, but the, the person who plays the mom is joining me on the podcast. Oh word, but after it comes out, so okay they want me to have seen it. And I was like, Can you get me a screener in any way? Like <laughs> it's it's a, it's a lot, it's that 10 I episodes in. On, in five man. days. Like give it, to I, me. give it to me. I work, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'll this see is it.
1: work. What are you talking about? This is I'll this see is it. This no, but joy. we're gonna
0: do a so we're gonna do a a spoiler filled review. Nice with her. Okay, uh, which will be fun. That's exciting. Um, that's and if exciting. there's problems with it, that's where I don't know how no. that's gonna go. But what if there's I mean, problems with it? Because I mean, we've that's, been kind of harsh in our reviews. Well, no, not harsh. We're honest. We're honest. Right. We're honest, and, and we back up our claims. Also
1: true, because more than just you know consumers of content, we're creators of content. So that gives well, us a perspective. What a view
0: is. Right.
1: Well, you create content. Come I on. create content. I don't do it as good as you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Also, buy my books. Um, but yeah, like that's that's. I think that's gonna be a fun thing to to check out. We don't so. even rehearse. <laughs> you gotta rehearse, man. We good at this. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think that uh, season two is definitely something I'm gonna check out. So, um, as as in the days
0: leading up, I guess I will have to sit down and binge season one. Which yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's not the boys. And I don't think right, I'm right. knocking Umbrella Academy by saying no, no. it's not the boys. Right. I don't think I think The Boys was the best thing of 2019. Oof. Season Oof. 1 of The Boys was Well, I, no, no, no. On TV on TV. I, don't know if I can quite TV, argue that. I mean, Endgame came out. I mean, but I think The Boys is actually better than,
1: than Endgame. Endgame. Wow. Yeah. In terms of its execution of things. Wow. Now, mind you, the experience of Endgame Nothing will ever top that. I don't think that's that anything will top that. I mean, we can, I still listen to, I kid you not, the fan reaction videos of cap getting Mjolnir and like I listen to that because that is an experience. Like I I've had that conversation that my daughter um, will never understand what that's like because she's never going to see it in the theater. Um, So yeah, that's, that's huge. But the boys, what they did, how they did it. So good. Nobody thought that that was possible, you know, and it's, it kills it's so good
0: yeah it's it, it, it's a it's a great it's a great show before we get back to the show i just want to tell you about a very cool announcement that was recently made about the hall of justice we are so excited that this show is now available to stream free on spotify spotify folks that is the what the young kids are using spotify is something my kids use if you haven't tried listening there yet, it's it's a downloadable app. You can use Spotify on any device, iPhone, Samsung, Android, whatever you want to do. It's a great listening experience. You go straight from listening to music. You can listen to Prince. You can listen to superhero songs. You know, the kind of stuff I listen to. And then switch right over to this podcast in the very same app. Just search for The Hall of Justice on Spotify and start listening free. It's totally free, even if you're not a premium member. We're excited that there are new listeners that are going to find this show, and I'm so grateful for everybody that subscribes, listens, rates, and reviews. The Hall of Justice is now on Spotify. Now back to the show. Justice and peace for all mankind. One other note. We've got a couple more notes here. Um... The in in my notes, mm-hmm. uh, the passing of Joel Schumacher.
1: Yes, yes.
0: A fantastic filmmaker. Mm-hmm. A fantastic mm-hmm. filmmaker who made, arguably, the worst comic book movie ever made. Um, and I most don't I don't hate it as much. I say most misunderstood. I think that's what it is. All right.
1: Yeah, um, like we know like different things that were his intentions with these movies and. If we knew that then, and maybe were a little bit more accepting of it back then, I think it would have
0: shined. It's got a cult following. I mean, it does it does? Batman and Robin is the movie we're talking about. Yep. And that was Joel Schumacher, but he made St. Elmo's Fire. He yep. he made so many movies. Lost Boys. I mean, Lost come Boys. On. I mean, he made such great movies. Um, and from what I understand, was a like people loved him. Oh yeah. Oh loved yeah. Loved him and loved him and loved him. Um, and so we you know we pay our our, our respect. Then. Of course after Joel Schumacher came out, Mm -hmm. a rumor surfaced that there is a close to three-hour director's cut of Batman Forever. I would watch that. That it is dark, that it goes into his psyche, it revisits his parents' death. Seriously. And it is a dark Jim Carrey. Like, not just a campy Jim Carrey. And I want that trending, and I want that Yeah. Oh my God. I want it now.
1: Like, come on, HBO Max. This is what this is for.
0: And make that happen. And 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 when I heard that story, um, I heard also uh, uh, Joel Schumacher uh, is in the Wilt Chamberlain uh, level of successes in his life. Oh, that
1: okay. And if anybody watching,
0: (laughs) Google Google it. Just Google it. Um, (laughs) okay. Bet you didn't think I was going there. Um, but, didn't see it coming at all. But Joel Schumacher, um, and he doesn't apologize for Batman and Robin. If you ever, and right. I, I, I've done this, I have the uh, the Blu-ray of Batman and Robin because I right. it in the collection, and he does the commentary track. Watch that commentary track, and you'll hear reverence for that movie. But what I did when I heard that note, that that story was I went on HBO Max, and right. I re-saw Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of questions and there's a lot of stuff that he could put that in. And that would be really awesome. I would love
1: that. Yeah. I would absolutely love that. For the love of things right in this world, please. Warner brothers, give us that.
0: Like, could you imagine like you're doing the Zack Snyder thing and that supposedly is very labor intensive. How hard could this be? It's all if it's already there. Yeah, like Val Kilmer's putting on the costume again. I mean, can do Chris can like Donald might for pickups. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Bat boy. Bad boy. You, ain't you the bad. Imagine? Dude, I, that would be hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. It would be
0: amazing. Yeah. It would be yeah. amazing. And you know, the casting was great, and it was it's gorgeously it shot. Was. It was, and man. It's so different than the Tim Burton movies.
1: Yes. I think it's a better vehicle for selling toys than the Burton movies ever were because you had more bombastic stylings of characters. Like if they had place, I, I think anybody that's ever dogged Schumacher's Batman series, if they made play sets of the, the, the feature um, sets and all that stuff, everyone would buy those every. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were amazing. They were
0: crazy over the top and amazing. And he yes. has pretty much Michael Keaton's costume in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney, not so much, but, right, but, right. but, but, uh, that's really the Batman costume. And if you remember the end of Batman Returns, the Batmobile gets destroyed, right? So in continuity, and Alfred is the same Alfred. Right? It's the same thing. And same yeah. as Commissioner Gordon. Right? Harvey Dent is not the same.
1: Well, sort of.
0: <laughs>
1: they're they're both played by great actors, that's what we'll say. Yes.
0: And I I read somewhere and this was this is not a substantiated rumor, so this is just for fun. Uh, but I read that uh, Billy D. Williams will be in the Flashpoint movie, really. Like Michael, Co- Michael Keaton. That's, I heard, I but I didn't. It, it's I hope not that's a true. source, it's not I hope a that's true. That, wouldn't that be great? That would be fun, just just because <laughs> it be so just fun. Because. I would like that, I would like that a lot. All right, that'd be awesome. We have time for Star Wars. I got one Star Wars, bring it in. So, and this is repetitive on the podcast, but for those of you watching on uh, on, on wizard. I have a animated series proposal and they're not, not only not doing it, they're doing something much, much worse. <laughs> so what do you want first? Do you want me to sell my proposal or do you want me to tell you what's actually happening? Let's do, let's do bad news first. Okay. All right. They are coming up with an animated series. Dave Filoni, who's a genius is yes. doing it. They're calling it star Wars, the bad batch.
1: Nobody saw that as the title. When they first read it, no one said, or no one thought that they actually said Batch. They thought they said something else. Everyone read it wrong. (laughs) Really? 100%. 100%. I
0: I saw Bad Batch, and it's about these hybrid clones. Right. Hybrid clone troopers that were off the, the... they were not part of the clone army right and they left they they beat to their own drum and they had some independent thought right d bradley baker's gonna voice all of them again wow which is great for him but he he better get more than scale that's all i'm saying definitely this is set in the prequel era okay before the end of clone wars okay no no like, no, this is all known. I mean, I'm just like, why are we telling a story? It's his story that no one needs. okay. okay. I was I was waiting for the what's oh, the purpose of this tale there, here? No, what are we gonna learn? Disney plus and it's gonna be an animated series on the bad batch.
1: Okay. Wait, wait. we got from uh, Mike G does things.
0: Uh, they, yeah, were they were featured. featured in the most recent season of the Clone Wars. Yes. So the is that what it is? Like they were episodes. so popular
1: that they just branched off. Is that what we're
0: thinking? And if you think about the most recent season of the of the Clone Wars, they weren't the best part. That's the problem. They look if you put them in there and if you go back, JC, Great. who is our Star Wars insider, he said those bad batch episodes were animated before they greenlit this new season. Wow. Wow. And he thinks the last four, that arc at the very end of Clone Wars, which is great because it yeah. coincides with Episode Three, was written for Disney Plus. But the first, the Bad Batch, was right. written way long time ago, mm-hmm. and they tacked it on. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what uh that's okay. what I had heard. Okay. The Bad Batch has no business being on. But here you go. Bring uh, out your story. Series. So so Episode Nine happened, right? The Rise of Skywalker, and in that convoluted. Holy moly, like, you can't do any work while you're watching that because it's all over the place. And all these things are happening. There's a cutaway Mm -hmm. to a flashback scene to a young Carrie Fisher and a young Mark Hamill training Mm -hmm. on Dagobah, or Mm -hmm. what looks like Dagobah, and Leia is learning the ways of the Force.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That's your animated series. I agree. Give me six... 10, 13, 26, whatever the number is. <laughs> Give, whatever the number is. Right. but You have a CGI series of the time after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. before The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. around the time of The Mandalorian. You do an animated series, Luke training Leia on Dagobah. They have adventures, whatever mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. happens. You can make it great. And you get Mark Hamill, who is right. like one of the best voice actors there is. Get him to voice uh, Luke. Right. Get Billy Lord, Carrie Fisher's daughter to voice Leia.
1: I like that. I like that.
0: And you do 13 episodes. Oh my God, it would be amazing. You
1: know what? I, I would take that even further and and make it that the reason why she stops training is because she gets pregnant. Oh,
0: That's why she so- stops.
1: Oh my Come on, baby! I just want I'm a writer's not credit. not about that. I just want a writer's credit. But that's why she stops, oh, is because God, in the thing. mix of things, her and Han make it official, oh. she gets pregnant and she's like, I can't be a Jedi. I can't.
0: Something to do with chlorians, right? <laughs> oh! This is not the answers you're looking for. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: man. Let's see. D. D Brad Gibson says uh, Bad, Bad Batch, Batch could pre-end uh, Clone Wars or be after it so we don't know exactly where it fits I heard it was pre end
0: of Clone Wars okay okay that's what I read I I read it was pre but I could be wrong I'm not they, testifying to this
1: are they not influenced by Order 66 I'm really curious about that actually
0: Christy well that was the whole thing in that yeah. in the Order 66 you see some of the guys um when Ahsoka tries to reprogram right. one oh my god it's so good uh, I could watch that again. Uh, Christy says, love that idea. I hope the idea that she's talking about is the Luke and Leia idea. Not yes. Bad Batch. <laughs> could you imagine we find out after Christy like goes on Twitter and just says, hey, God, I was talking about the Bad Batch. You I was know. talking about the Bad Batch. You're like, no. Could you imagine that? <laughs> we, thought we, we thought we had something. Oh, but yeah, no, no, says, I, I, I want an that. animated series of post-Return of the Jedi. Can we create a, a hashtag right now? Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be. Luke yeah. and Leia yeah.
1: cartoon. Right there, right there. Now, I know that like Marvel was doing Star Wars series that actually fill in the blanks in between movies. So uh, currently where they are is in between um, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So I don't know what plans they have for post-return, but that would be awesome. That's and I think the timeline that's the of, of the Mandalorian.
0: Happen. And we've said that's a treasure trove of information. Yes. yes. It's post-Return of the Jedi, but it's not Force Awakens. Right. And Utah, if you've seen what made the Mandalorian work, they touch just enough easter eggs yep i don't know if you've seen that making of miniseries of course of course favreau oh my yeah. god so it's great so great it's so great and see stuff. so many different voices come on and all the all the all the easter eggs they, yeah. they do a whole oh episode on it's the amazing. easter eggs absolutely amazing it's perfect so that yeah that's 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 the series that's the I series. Agree. well since we since we got a reaction to that can i do my uh my hbo max one do it do it so, I want. So, you remember in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths on yes. the CW? Yes. Earth 96, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Routh reprises yes. his role from Superman Returns. <sighs> Love it. As uh, in the Kingdom Come world. And in the Crisis, Kingdom Come had already happened. Right. The Joker had blown up the Daily Planet, and that Lois Lane had died. Right. What I propose is a live-action uh, Greg Berlanti-verse series mm-hmm. in Earth-96 of Brandon Routh as Superman mm-hmm. post-Superman Returns pre-Kingdom Come.
1: Yes. How do we get there?
0: Take me there. And you can Man. have... And Brandon Routh would do it in a heartbeat. I hope so. He, he is so not the weak link. You could have the sun be mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Kate Bosworth is doing but I don't see why she'd say no. Right? Luther's in jail so you don't have to hire Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, I've thought this through, man.
1: <laughs> you really have. You really have. I no, I, I like Kevin it.
0: Smith. I told Kevin Smith. Nice. Make make that.
1: Make this. Make, make this happen. Whisper it. I, Whisper it. I told him the ears.
0: Star Wars one too. But I told I said to it's them Still good, man. I make that show. Yeah. And do that and when they and I thought of that show when they did the crisis but then right? they announced Superman and Lois, which I have nothing against Tyler Hockland. Of course. Tyler Hockland and the young lady. And I, she has a unique name. And I'm bad with names, but she You are you're terrible. Elizabeth at it, so Tullock. Tullock, Maybe. I think her name is. Tullock, I think. But anyway, she plays Lois Lane and she's great too. Right. Don't get me wrong, they're great. Uh and but. I like the idea that Superman is in that world. Right. You know, in that CW world. That that's wonderful. That doesn't need its own show. That doesn't need a show to show that's told. that's that's already been done in Lois right. and Clark. Right. What you need is tie a string, tie a knot on mm-hmm. this. Give the Christopher Reeve character a proper ending. I like it. Oh I like my it. god! And I let like Brandon it. Routh be the steward of it, and he takes that character. You get the John Williams theme. Yep. And you have him face Brainiac, and you have him face the Parasite. And nobody has any real estate plan, excuse <laughs> again.
1: again. yeah, yeah. No, I'm all for oh him. and if
0: you want to have an old Luther, you get Gene Hackman.
1: No, 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 no. If you want to make but a Gene, reference Gene
0: Hackman's still alive, right? Of course, yes. The okay.
1: dude is immortal. Sure. Um, that don't would have pass. been really inappropriate. That yeah, would have been really have been, <laughs> like, news is gonna come out tomorrow and it's gonna be all your fault. I'm and I'm really gonna be so dumb. mad at you. Um, <laughs> no, not only would I want that, I would want the redemption of Solar Man from uh superman four superman four i totally want that redemption and i think that would be amazing i i think in the right hand solar man could be something phenomenal and this is a perfect platform for it
0: so <laughs> somebody give us a show
1: like and w- that's all like
0: episode eight all of a sudden uh ross uh webster <laughs> comes in the computer megalomaniac
1: wow, wow. <laughs>
0: yeah why not you know i would do that i would do that show and i i wouldn't just do the easter eggs like i make it because that was the one thing that richard donner always said and they said about superman returns is they wanted to do deep dive superman stories right and you never saw a deep dive superman story since superman 2 that's true
1: that's
0: now there are great moments in superman returns but there are a lot of things that people don't like about it Mm -hmm. but when brandon routh says to Tyler Hockland, that that kid looks like my Jason. I said, "That's a show, right? That's that's, that's, it right that's, that's it right there. That's it. Right that's that's there. one to watch. That's one to watch." I, I agree. Oh my God, that would I be agree. amazing. Yeah, that would be absolutely amazing. That would be
1: fantastic.
0: All right, I think we got to wrap.
1: We got to go. We got to go.
0: I mean, I could stay here all day. I mean, I know we
1: could. No, you're right. Podcast, we got don't gotta go right to. Don't go. they
0: have places to be? Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I mean, we gotta we gotta thank Wizard World for letting us come in and. and you know, yap our jaws a bit. Uh, Hold on, we got to tell you
0: what's coming on on on. Uh, what what is. First of all, let me mention that Go Collect is your number one source for collectibles. They track the sales of graded comics and have robust analysis tools for their users. Mm -hmm. They stay active on social media and have giveaways every week. Go Collect also has an expansive blog with topics on comic book speculations, video games and concert posters. Soon they're launching price guides for concert posters. And video games, uh, Go Collect's goal is simple, to make collecting better. Be sure to check them out, gocollect.com. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's going to be very, very cool. Um, we've got some stuff going on, including yeah. stuff that you and I are doing. Yes, uh, tell everybody about you create Sunday morning at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific.
1: Yes, so my uh, company, Vantage House Productions, has a sister site called You Create Comics, and it's all about helping you, um, specifically kids, make their own comic materials using a a showcase on education. So if you've got little ones and you want to keep them uh, entertained and educated all at the same time, a little edutainment, uh, tune in and check out You Create
0: Comics, where we'll help you uh, make your own comic universe from start to finish. Uh, Darlene uh, says, while you're talking about that, uh, she didn't even say one thing about what you heard, were saying. She just <laughs> likes your Wonder Woman shirt.
1: Hey, thank you. It's one of my favorites. Um, you know, it's a classic. You know, you got to be a dope dude to wear a shirt that says, I'm not saying I'm Wonder Woman, <laughs> but you've never seen us in the same room. But Wonder Woman is one of my favorite characters. So of of all the time,
0: respect, yeah. So, yeah. Got to give the respect. We've, ta- we've, ta- we've talked about it a lot. That's right. Um, yeah, no, no, no question. Um, okay. So uh, also uh, tomorrow... Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow we have uh, DC stars, mm-hmm. and it's two people that have nothing to do with each other, other than I think they like each other. Right? Kay Callen, who played Martha Kent in Lois and Clark, Kay Callen is going to be with us. Right. That's and beautiful. Nicole Tom, and you know how much we love voice oh, actors. Oh yes. She was Supergirl in Superman the Animated Series That's and right. Justice League super awesome and she was also galatea
1: she was galatea which is actually power girl
0: yeah but they (laughs) couldn't say power girl right they (laughs) couldn't
1: they couldn't do that but some random name galatea that's who that is (laughs) no that's awesome i think i might be um, doing one more panel on saturday um i gotta get it confirmed uh it's an x-men panel X Men animated series. So <gasps> I think I might be talking to some people that uh you've talked <gasps> you've to before. On, on,
0: the, on the podcast. That's all that's amazing. Who <laughs> do you, know, or you don't uh, know?
1: I don't. Off the top of my head, I do not know. But um I clearly I'll be Disney plusing it, watching some X Men action. And if it's uh, uh
0: if it's Cal Dodd, yeah. You, the the great Cal Dodd story is his brother. There's two great Cal Dodd stories. His brother is a oh. backup singer. And he is saying, you know, uh, uh, Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. You hear the guy that goes, turn around. Yeah. That's Cal Dodd's brother. Are you serious? Wow. And, and he was that's amazing. in, uh, you know, Billy Joel's The Longest Time. Yeah. Oh, that, that quartet oh, in the, the background. Longest Time. Yeah. That's him too. Wow. Wow. And there's a crazy Cal Dodd story about when he he used to wait wait wait
1: wait wait. this is the one about the the neighbor the neighbor that's on the episode right it's on our
0: podcast well then they got to find that on the podcast don't tell them here oh don't tell them here yeah no 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 they got to go back and listen to the podcast the neighbor neighbor. (laughs) but cal dodd before he got wolverine uh he was the voice of wolverine before he got wolverine he starred as a uh, uh a ringmaster on a tv show called circus that's awesome who else was in a ringmaster in a movie about a circus?
1: <laughs> Could it be
0: another Wolverine? What? Small world. That, that is the smallest world. <laughs> the, the smallest. Cal Dot is the smallest world stories. That's real. If That episode of the podcast, you literally hear my jaw hit the ground. That's amazing. Told, and when That's he amazing. told the turnaround, and I know a guy who does a show called Total Eclipse of the 80s. He like, he does got a radio it. and oh I go, God. I go, have you ever wondered who sings that? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I know the answer to it. I got he, the answer. And to they said in the radio. video, he's not even in the video. Seriously? Oh no, no, no one knows who he is. That's crazy. That's anyway, crazy. Uh, yes. Uh, follow Victor on t- on Twitter at yes. Vantage in house. All one word. And uh, at Seth underscore Everett on Twitter. We're going to be all over these wizard world virtual cons. That's right. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Hall of Justice.